Greetings, Commanders, and welcome to episode 234 of Lave Radio, the show that talks about the universe of Elite and the fantastic community that surrounds it. I'm your host, Colin Fiendstafire Ford, Chief Archivist of Lave Station, and joining me at the Orange Sidewinder Bar for this episode, we have uh, our Head of Health and Safety, Commander Ben Moswood Edleweiss. It's big and it's blue. Uh, we have our Inhuman Resources Director, Commander Shan. Hello. We have our Deputy Trade Attaché, Commander Souverine. Hello. We have somewhere around uh, the leave station bar himself, we have Commander Kurgle flying about. Hey, but, good evening. Oh, good you are with us. Uh, and um, we also have our um, legendary Commander Psycho Cow helping out with the tech tonight. Uh, but um, even a legend that that outstanding, it, it doesn't stand in the way of our two guests. We have Will Flanagan and Sally Moore, Morgan Moore from Frontier themselves. Sorry, could we could we reschedule this to 2020? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh, and I can hear the salt grinders starting already. (laughs) (laughs) If you wish, you can join us live. We're hanging. Yeah. Evening. 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 Strong start, William. Doing fine, Sally. Doing fine. So, if you wish, you can join us in game. We do have Commander Kurgle flying around in open uh, at the Orange Sidewinder Bar. Uh, just search for the unidentified signal broadcast. You'll find him. Uh, and if you can't get in game, we're also on the Twitch chat channel, which you can access through laveradio.com slash live. Click on the live chat. And of course, we're live at twitch.tv slash laveradio. Hello to everybody on Twitch. So, Normally, we would go at this point. We would go around the, the the crew and see what they've been up to this this week. But we've got very important guests with us, uh, so we're going to ignore the crew. <laughs> so, <laughs> so welcome, Will uh, and Sally. Now, obviously, this this week on Friday there was a couple of big announcements. Yeah, really. I don't know. I don't. Was that you? BGS. Was that you? Yes. I mean, there was there was the thing about the BGS, which I think everybody can agree was was well received. (laughs) Yeah, it was. No, it was. Yeah, I think I think the changes are helping. Um, Don't want to sound too corporate, but uh, if if you are still having trouble, please let us know because all of that, all that's all those changes were possible because of player feedback. Yeah. Excellent. And I must admit, we'll have to have a, a word with our, our background simulation expert, Dr. Uh, Commander, whoever, uh, to see how, how Lave, the Lave Radio Network are doing at the moment. But um, obviously, there was another announcement as well, um, <laughs> mm. which has seemed to um, ignite a lot of activity on the forums. Yeah, a lot of discussion, a lot of opinions, a lot of feedback as well, yeah. Yeah. In in all shapes and sizes. I don't mm. think you can have shapes and sizes of feedback, but I'm going with it. <laughs> okay. Um, Some of it was quite angular feedback. What <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Angular yeah, yeah. feedback. Well, you said shapes. Shapes, shapes. of feedback. Angular yeah. feedback rather than smooth, soft, round feedback. I okay. This this is turning in very surreal very quickly. Um, <laughs> so, uh, well, obviously this 
Bill, do you want to go through uh, what was announced? Uh, and then we do believe we've got some some questions that we'd like to throw kind of your way. Sure. Um, so as you've as you've hopefully heard, um, and if you haven't and you're hearing it for the first time, um, either I'm sorry and I hope you understand. Um, but basically, we spoke in back in August. We we mentioned about. Um, the next major milestone for Elite Dangerous and, and what that looked, that what that was and that we were kind of getting into it. Um, and last Friday, we kind of elaborated on some more details about it. Um, but again, didn't tell you everything because um, we're not quite ready mm-hmm. to, to unveil that just yet. But what we did want to let um, the community know is when they can see that next major milestone or that we've called it the next era um, for Elite Dangerous and when that is deployed, and that's in 2020, uh, the latter half of 2020, I should stress. Um, and yes, the, that's that's a very, very, very far away date for a lot of people, and I, I completely understand that. Um, but I, I think it's better that everybody in the community knows that that's, that's coming, and, and now it's our job to certainly lead up to that, but also explain what's going to be happening um, over this year as well and yeah. the next um, because we do, there was there was some interpretation. We'll probably get into that, but th- there was nothing coming until 2020, um, which is absolutely not the case. No, it's far from it. Um, a big part of this year is certainly certainly improving um, the experience new players have, um, and this is sort of what we go on to speak speak about in the in the important community update. Um, but we have. Uh, a big focus to uh, make sort of the more complex um, features of Elite Dangerous because I think we can agree that there are some there are some things in Elite Dangerous that are not easily welcoming to a new player. Um, it's certainly feedback that we've seen. Um, it's certainly feedback that have been, has been shared with us yeah. by the community as well. So a big focus for this year is to improve that experience to lead up to um, you know our, our future plans uh, with Elite Dangerous. Uh, but in addition to that, of course, because that focus is going to be on improving your first sort of hours within Elite Dangerous and how you understand what this magical game is, um, we're also going to be, um, and the the details are particularly light in the, at the moment in that announcement, but we will be going into more detail about that in the future. Um, but the development-supported events, events that are happening throughout the galaxy that players can actually get involved with a, a more deeper and engaging experience yeah. than you would find with a, with a community goal. Um, and then, of course, um, our flow of regular updates that while they won't be the same gravitas as beyond, uh, the Beyond series or, or Horizons, um, they certainly will be um, important updates, I think, especially for um, the longevity of Elite Dangerous. So that's kind of that's kind of the announcement and a very TLDR. There is more. I would urge if you if you don't have a clue of what I'm talking about to go and check it out. Um, absolutely, I do say I'm a lot. Commander Venture, you're right. <laughs> yeah, um, you find that you end up doing that quite a lot on this the stream for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> I think if you've got the live radio bug, we do apologise. Um, yeah, so I mean, obviously all this. Uh, that announcement has triggered quite a few um, questions and 29 pages of debate so far, <laughs> according to according to my uh, my count so far. We're 57. 57, yeah. 57 pages. Um, yeah, that's a big one. Wow. Know, and that's, that's big. 
Yeah. That's big. It's not the biggest forum thread, but it is big, and I expect it to to grow even more. Mm. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, so, obviously, a, a lot of people have had a, a lot of questions. So, I mean, one of the things that um, you've also announced has been, obviously, a forum revamp as well. Yeah. So, uh, we do have a, a couple of, of questions about the forum revamp, if you don't mind. Yeah, of course. Um, we've had someone ask that, uh, why has the community section on the forums being removed? Is that is that going to be replaced with something else? The, the community section? Mm-hmm. It's not really. We're, we're trying to focus the forums into uh, specific areas of discussion. Um, community... Is is the forum not the entire community? Is there something? But there is a community subsection to the forum. I think that's kind of maybe what they're on about. Until now, there's been an area of the forum for community creations, like Sagai have a pinned thing there, for example. And oh. um, so, from... so just leave radio for that matter as well. Yeah, yeah. So and and from the from the announcement, it looked like that that bit of the forum was being shelved. So we haven't we haven't sort of um, publicised all of the changes. We we did the broad strokes, and um, I don't know where we are we're at currently with with detailing that. But we are going to be making sure that there are places for especially the creative commanders yeah, out definitely. there to to put things into. Um, we are streamlining the forums a little bit to uh, make it a bit more accessible. There were a lot of um, areas that we found um, with the data where people weren't using at all. Yeah, uh, and it, it it made for a very busy uh, looking forum, a very complex forum, and part of there's a there is a trend that we're trying to make things a little bit more easier to understand, um, not just in the game but outside as well. Um, so I wouldn't worry too much about the disappearance of those those um, sections. It doesn't doesn't indicate that we're not committed to that anymore. It's just. It's just we're revamping it and rebranding it and giving it a, a nicer face. Mm-hmm. Well, um, oh, one thing that we do have to mention, of course, is uh, congratulations on your promotion. Yes, great <laughs> work. Well done. Thank yeah. you. Uh, how, does it, how does it feel being charged with people for once? Well, um, it's funny you say that. I'm not really, I'm not really in the, the leadership mindset at the minute because I'm still doing what I was doing when I joined Frontier. Um, so it's it's good. Uh, I have a lot of ideas, and um, I worked quite closely with Ed before he departed. Oh, that sounds dark. Um, mm-hmm. Before he before he left uh, to to kind of get a handle on things, and I enjoy it. I've always been drawn to it. Um, in my previous experiences as a community manager, I sort of started in the industry with a sort of coordinator role, which I did a lot of the things I'm doing now. So. I feel like I fit quite naturally into it. You, and you are perfect for the role because everybody does gravitate towards you, Will. You're a very approachable guy. You've got so basically, ideas. So, just, I'm a big fan I didn't even Will. pay Sally to say that. <laughs> you just got a knife to my back. <laughs> <laughs> no, so as, as they gravitate towards him, so he's the equivalent of gay then. And there's the tumble. He's the equivalent of what? <laughs> Who? <laughs> Never mind. Um, Sally. Is he the equivalent of a black hole? Is that what you're meaning? Did you say so gay? I'm a black hole. So <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is going very badly, very quickly. <laughs> it's always a really good sign when you have to dissect your jokes, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, so if I had to explain it. Oh, well, never mind. Well, Sally. Hello. Hello. Um, what can you describe? What, yeah, 
Can you describe what your day-to-day job as a product manager actually is? As a product manager, Mm. I get to muscle in with everybody around Elite, basically. So my last, I I started at Frontier as a, in production. So I was in charge of managing the art team out on our um, ships, like the creation of ships, new ships, the odd like feature here and there. Um, oh, and right. I've always had a bit of a soft spot for marketing. And yeah, it's something I, you've always. Yeah, I love. I love. I'm. I'm definitely like a. I don't know. I just like to be an all rounder. And when I got the opportunity to step into marketing and look at product management, it meant that I could use my production background in conjunction with marketing. So I, it means I can walk the dev floor and marketing floor and see how to bring elite to everybody from all angles, really. Yeah. Uh, from I mean, a quality side, from a community side, development. Having that experience of, of- Working with the dev team certainly yeah. is a really is a really strong thing to have. And I'm a massive fan of Elite anyway. Sally is sort of she her role. If I, you don't mind me saying, because mm-hmm. it's I want to try and give you a compliment because the knife you're digging into my <laughs> neck hurts. We swapped. <laughs> um, but Sally is sort of the cornerstone for everything Elite. You you bridge the gap between all various departments from the development side to all the little teams we have working in uh, yeah. publishing as well um and sally is just amazing uh, no, no, no. but you'll it's see a lot man. of that you'll see a lot it's, of that as it it's goes just on. pulling things together in a lovely package for everyone to enjoy and everybody's creativity and wonderfulness and making sure that you see it in our beautiful elite dangerous game and beyond so sally what sort of things have you um been responsible for that the that we can say oh yeah that sally did that and sally did that because you said so, you're into oh, ships yeah. and stuff like that it's exciting so the, the first thing that i ever did here was the um camera the camera suite so, oh you've we've got to thank you for that that's that's excellent thank you sally <laughs> <laughs> that's why she's always showing off on twitter with <laughs> yeah <laughs> um so yeah, getting the the camera. I so okay. The reason that I'm stammering over my words is because I called it the vanity camera while we were developing it, and I still refer to it as vanity camera now. Um, loads of, loads of it's well. the camera suite. Yeah. Um, so that was the first thing that I was really, really got my teeth into to sort of learn the ropes and everything. Um, and then I moved on to uh, paint jobs, like stuff for your ships. So ship kits, paint jobs, bobbleheads. I am responsible for the fairy light. Yes. I'm just, uh, and I am also responsible for the coloured trails and the coloured weapons. Especially the pink ones. Especially the pink ones. Um, my favourite, Dev. I, I am modelling the pink weapons and trails as we speak. Lovely. And also responsible for the new ships that are in game. So anything up to, um, well, I did. I was in charge of the Mamba, the crate, both crate variants, the Chieftain Crusader. So is that the look, or is that how they handle, or what? Or the All whole of it, thing? start start to finish. So from concept to 
modeling to handling at the end plugging them in making them well no i, I didn't do that obviously but i, <laughs> I got the people together that yeah. could, I, the chieftain series as well then i guess yeah and also the um guardian fighters so, so basically so, all the best stuff the time. So, sally, so sally just how good is the panther clipper <laughs> oh you've got to delete it i don't know what you're talking about very pink over here. <laughs> Paige has always said that every time the Panther Clipper is mentioned, it's delayed by two months. Well done, Jean. <laughs> but yeah, Colin, be, you just mentioned the Panther Well, we've got two years to wait, so, you know, it doesn't make yeah. a large difference. Too easy. <laughs> oh, yeah. just asked, um, will there be pink chocolate lights? Can you tell them the answer? I can't, but I'm inspired. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I can do anymore. <laughs> well, uh, I mean, as you're as you're um, the expert on ships, um, I mean, I mean, we'd like to know. I mean, the hull damage model has it been applied to the Anaconda? Has, has it just been development time that's meant that it hasn't been applied to any other ship? So the um, the Anaconda actually predates me. So I'm not. I am familiar with the anaconda in terms of what is. Hang on, what's an anaconda? Oh, sorry. That is a that is a joke. To be very clear, someone's you know going to. You gonna, genuinely see me there. No. Okay. Someone will quote me on the forum saying Will doesn't even know what an anaconda is. Lovely. But yeah, I think that that answer is not something we can answer no, because I, that uh, requires a check with the development yeah. team and, and really understand. Yeah. Where that decision was made and why, and, it, and like, it's, it's yeah. a very big question. And that's right. And since I've been off it for a little while now, I, I don't know why I've been. Right. I mean. Um... One of the things that, uh, this is a loaded question, I mean, what feature are you looking forward to the most in the future of Elite Dangerous? Oh, come on. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of a way I can answer this without giving anything. Um, All of it. Oh, I can't, I can't. I mean, it's too risky. It's, it's Let me guess, pink cockpit lights. Yeah, that one, that one. <laughs> There are quite a lot of things that David Braben has talked about in the past and con- and has confirmed that teams are working on um, that aren't in the game at the moment. Um, yeah, but it's still thin ice. Yeah. He's allowed to say that. <laughs> he can say what the hell he wants. <laughs> getting, it back on, getting it back on perhaps less sticky ground. I, I think one of the themes I picked up in the uh, response to the, the news was that people are okay waiting a couple of years because they think, oh, great, something's coming, you know, last half of 2020, where their concern is, well, what about the bits in the middle? Mm-hmm. So I, I guess my question is, realize you can't go into detail, realize you can't give us, you know, stuff like that, but is there any assurance you can give the people who are worried that Elite has gone into maintenance mode for two years? Um, and yeah, it gives a warm, fluffy feeling. Yeah, I think I think that is the wrong. I think that's the wrong way to look at it. A maintenance mode is not for me. Is not the right way to no. approach what we're doing. We do we do need to prepare for the future, and I think that is quite a quite a good message um, because we are committed for Elite Dangerous to be the best space game out there. For as for as long as can possibly be, and the fact that we have this this release in 2020 means that's what we're working towards right now. 
Um, but we do need to get things ready. And that's why it's so essential that we look back at the start of the game because we want to grow the community even more. We want to have even more players to come and experience what Elite Dangerous is. And if there are elements that, uh, when you start the game that m- mean that you're not so interested in it anymore, then that is something we have to look at. And I do think that is something that people have felt. Now, I understand that those changes aren't going to really sort everybody's needs, especially if you're playing every every day and you, you want to know what the next big content drop is and what how you can engage with um, the game even more. There are going to be um, things we're going to be running um, <gasps> in terms of devel- development-supported events. Sorry. Sally is gasping, not I'm because really I'm sorry. No, revealing. I'm really, <laughs> I nearly crashed. I'm flying at the same time. I'm really sorry, Will. I just ruined that, what you were saying. No, don't worry. But we are going to be we are going to be running some. I mentioned them earlier, and we mentioned them in the announcement as well. Development supported events, um, and these I think have a real have a real agency. Players have a real agency to get involved with these and, and shape things. Um, while it's not going to be big sweeping changes, uh, I think they're I think they're exciting. Yeah. Um, so if so if the if the twenty twenty release is I don't know an eleven out of ten excitement. A 20 out of 10, but yeah. Yeah, 20 out of 10 excitement. Is there anything in between that is like a 9 out of 10 or a 7 out of 10? I don't, we don't want to know. We just want to even know when. We just want to have a kind of a, a an idea that it's not, you know, simple tweaks. But it's, 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 it's stuff in, coming down the pipeline that makes you think, oh, I can't wait until I whatever this. I I don't think I don't think that is the case. I think um, nothing is going to match what we're we're sort of planning for for twenty for the latter half of twenty twenty. Um, and I don't really. I think we have to be make things very clear that this this year and up to that that release, um, things are going to be a little bit different. You aren't going to have the the same scale uh, for updates as you've seen with Beyond, with the Beyond series of updates, especially Chapter Four. Uh, that is something that is something the community must realize but again feedback is important sharing that as we as we deploy these updates throughout the year we're going to be monitoring the way players interact with that um, and kind of act accordingly the development of is rigid to some degree but there's always flexibility to adjust the plans and make sure that we are um, treating our our customers yeah. and our community the right way. So in terms of the, the, the events, um, because the, the way I read it, and you, I'm sure you can't confirm or deny that, but the way I read it, it was almost as though you were GMing in-game events. I mean, the nearest one I could think of was the Salome event, um, you know, where it was like a one-off. If you're there, you're there, and if you miss it, you know, use whatever. That's at one end of the scale, and at the other end of the scale, it's almost like a semi-automated community goal that's been set up by the development team and it's left to run. Now, we're not asking which is it. It's just that is what the implication given in the announcement is. Sure, and I think it. I think it does. Um, the if if there was a little marker between those two, I think it does shift towards the Slomi event more than. Uh, a sort of automated community goal. Um, now there will be some automation for some of the some of the features. I think the community goal uh, as a as a system, the community goal system, is a really a really efficient way of allowing players a framework for players to get involved with. But there are going to be other elements added to that um, based on player actions and, and what we kind of want to do as well uh, to tell some stories, 
So I think it's towards more towards a slowing event more than a a community goal that you do every every other week. Mm. Oh, that's cool. So my, my next question is: if it's if it's fight if it's um, us in thyroid shits killing players, can we please fly them as in lay ready crew? Because I really want to. Um, let me ask David Braben. I'll yeah. see what he says. That's it. Put it down. Ask David Braben. <laughs> I'll just send him a message. Would, um, <gasps> I just did something weird on the computer. Sorry. Is it spaceship right. related? I was yeah, pretending she, to type she, out something and I pressed a button. You just nice. dropped out, Sally. Did I? Um, but yeah. in regard to those events, just to kind of clarify, we'll, we'll be going into more detail um, about those as time goes on. Players will certainly hear about them, and we'll certainly explain what they're going to be, um, yeah, and the frequency of those uh, those events as well. But we are planning; we're planning for a lot. Yeah, we are. Brilliant. That's good. Good to hear. Um, in terms of the uh, in terms of the update schedule, um, the the three to four month periodic um, updates for the next eighteen months or so. Um, there's obviously you know you mentioned. <clears throat> new player experience and quality of life um, and um, developer-led events. Um, the existing player base, I mean, the, the list of personal um, personal features that they want overhauled, uh, as, you know, every, everybody's got their own pet sort of um, thing that they'd like to see given attention. But there are, there are a few recurring um, features that have come up over and over again that, um, that the players who engage with them on the most say could really do with a bit of attention um, not necessarily a huge amount um mm-hmm. and um i think one of the biggest points of concern looking over that thread was from people who read your message saw you know developer led events they they saw all the excitement for 2020 and the the work you're going to do on on sort of onboarding new players but they didn't see any reference to um to looking at features that have been acknowledged widely that need a bit of a tweak so is there room in the next in, in the next 18 months, is, is there going to be room to look at features that, you know, various people from Frontier have, have uh, said in the past that they'd like to look at further? Or is have it, a, oh, sorry, Steve, I was wondering if you had any uh, examples there just to... Well, the, I think the key one for me is power play. I'm not much of a power player, but, um, but through SAGI and various things, I've talked to those guys a lot. And... Um, that community is is um, I, mean, I mean the big problem there is is botting and um, and sabotage uh, yeah. so people pledging to powers that they want to harm and then working against their interests from within and it is absolutely ruining those communities and it's completely ruining those features and they're hemorrhaging players all the time mm-hmm. um, and actually last week there was a, a mass sabotage attempt on Felicia Winters and that yeah. community lost a quarter of their total territory from sabotage. Um, and they, those guys have been those guys have been talking about this problem for about eighteen months. And over a year ago, Sandro said to them, "Yeah, you know, we're, we're aware of this. We're looking at overhaul, and some really sensible ideas were floated." And then now he's not working on Elite Dangerous, and those guys haven't heard anything more. So something that a lot of people would have loved to have seen in that thread was, "We've heard you. You know, we're not we're not deaf to those to those pleas to look at you know various features." Yeah, I mean, I jumped in. Uh, that that's an interesting example. I jumped in uh, um, in that thread briefly, uh, just to explain that sort of 
we collated a lot of the feedback that players were sort of sharing. Um, and obviously, Power Play came up. It came up before that announcement, um, and it's on my radar. Um, the team are aware. I don't have anything to announce particularly about Power Play or future features, unfortunately. Uh, but there is scope to consider things that need doing in Elite Dangerous, especially when it's about um, concerning communities and players' uh, enjoyment with the game and not getting stressed out and frustrated by, by features that we have in there. Mm-hmm. We're not going to see overhauls of the level of what we've done with mining or exploration. Um, but I think there is room within the development team to, to look at those. I wouldn't be able to answer that confidently right now because it's a question of way above my head. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I, I don't think anybody was expecting, I don't think anybody's sort of expecting an overhaul, overhauls on, 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 those, uh, on that scale. More just of, you know, tweaks are necessary. They've, they've been promised in the past, you know, is, is there room in the schedule for them? Um, so, yeah, that's heartening. And just to say, we are always paying attention. Mm. Are we, like, your feedback, everything else you say to us, we take it. We take it on board. We always and, do. And it's, I understand it's a funny one because... I know a lot of people, sometimes the community just scream for, just acknowledge that this is an issue and that, that you, yeah. you've let the team know. Um, and admittedly, doing more of that is, is a really good thing. Um, it's a bit difficult at the minute given, given sort of the, the new role and currently doing uh, Frontier. But I also know that the, key, um, the development team are, are looking at the forums, they're looking at feedback. Yeah, always. Uh, I'm often walking in there with feedback. Sally's in there. Oh, uh, always. In there sometimes walking over to us. Yeah, it's true. Feedback here as well. yeah. So it's, it sounds like it's easy to say, you know, player feedback, that's important. Make sure you share it um, and that we're always listening and always looking. But Frontier are. And- that's it. That's, that's why I'm, I, I don't mean to sound ner- like nervous saying we are always listening, but it does sound like a bit of a cliche. <laughs> I understand that it might do, but genuinely... <laughs> No, that's that's brilliant. I appreciate the feedback. Like it's such a, it's such a, a knit community, mm. and it's so rare that people are so passionate all together. And it's it's an honour, really, that you'd want to be so open with us. And we like, yeah, like we both say, we are listening. Yeah, that's fantastic. That's that's good to hear. Um, I'll um I'll tell them that they need to give more feedback. Then, um, Ben, you had a question from uh the Twitch chat, I think. I did, but I thought it was Sagittarius I that sees all. <laughs> we <We'll> see some. <laughs> uh, no, so uh, Snowy Monk from the chat was asking, now that you've not in charge of the ships anymore, Sally, who is... In- <clears throat> Let me just get my throat back in there. Uh, who is in charge of the Who is in charge of the ships ships now? Then, if you can um, say, well, as you know, we still like Adam Woods is executive producer on Elite, and he's got. Everything under control from their side of things, as well as being the world's tallest dad. As well as being the world's tallest yep. dad, is I think he. <laughs> do you know he is not the world? He is not Frontier's tallest dad. Is it Tom? Yeah, it's Tom. When Tom started, I saw Adam like literally. I am not. I am a like. I am a. I am two dogs yeah. sort of a cat, no, two cats it, staring at it, one another. Yeah, and it, because they put Tom right next to him on the oh. desk, and I oh, no. and I was like, "Hold on a minute, that's an extra few inches." It's difficult to lose a title, isn't it? 
when you, when you know that you're the Poor tallest Adam. dad. Especially Adam is a very proud man. Yeah. <laughs> so is Tom older? Is, is Tom an older dad? He's younger. He's so younger. Adam is Frontier's oldest tallest dad. That's, yeah, that yeah, might work. that works. Yeah. Tell him that. Yeah. <laughs> right, Kugel, what was it you wanting to say? Uh, I was just wondering, last year, just before we got the Q4 update in all of its glory, you guys decided to hold back the squadron um, fleet carriers. Mm. And I was wondering if there's any news on development with that or how your work on that is progressing, if it is progressing. Uh, if you still intend to drop that, or if there's anything you can talk about with it. So um, both Ice Planets and Fleet Carriers are still planned, uh, but I'm, I can't tell you when uh, today, but they are still planned. We're not dropping them. They are coming. Yeah. Amazing. Cool. Thank you. Good to hear. Um, if, uh, if, if nobody else has a question, I, I'm really keen to... Um, uh, I want to know more about how uh, how the developers view um, what the player is going to up to in game, and, and whether we do things that surprise you. Um, and um, when we were talking about what to ask you guys before you came on, um, there's a couple of questions like this. But um, is there anything about um, players what we've been doing with the the new features from uh, 3.3 that have that really surprised everybody? Like, for example, the the void opal craze that everybody's just been going off and blowing up asteroids just to get the void opals. You know, is, was that something that you guys anticipated or we, or did, we were, so that, that particular one's quite interesting because I remember being sat with Adam Berkway um, and Lawrence Olden game yeah. director and, and Adam Berkway, lead game designer. And we were talking about that um, before Christmas. So we are, we, we anticipate that quite, quite quickly. And we were aware of that. Um, we, there were numerous discussions around it. Uh, so it depends on it depends on what's going on. Not everything we don't thing, and uh, I wish I'd n known this question earlier because I might have had awesome stats to bring with me about that sort of thing. Uh, but yeah, I think I've been obsessed with how hype yeah. everyone was with the mining, though. Yeah, with the uh, just with the audio alone. Oh, it's so the, much fun. The number yeah. of videos and like captures that I'm obsessed with people's captures and like memories that they're making elite anyway. I'm all always all over. But there was a period of time where everybody was just so in love with the mining, the detonation and so on, that you I was never sick of it. I just wanted more. So when we invited the content creators and streamers over, or just to some of them, uh, over to to the office. And we got that video up on screen. I sat at the back of the room <laughs> yeah. and I was waiting because I had an amazing reaction when I first saw that <laughs> internally. And it was really nice to be in a room where you're surrounded by all these passionate, sort of really engaged uh -huh. um, people from the community and they're just cheering and roaring. Yeah. And that, that's, a, that's an amazing feeling. Um, yeah. We're going off a piece a little bit, but yeah. Um, I'm sorry, that's seeing all of that that's stuff. <laughs> yeah, I've been doing it for the first time this last um, last week, and it's it's really fun. So much fun. Ben, you've, so you've, you've got a question about something about um, gravity, haven't you? Oh, Sally, you went off and said you, you were working on the crates. Mm -hmm. Now, the crate, Mark II, I don't think it's in the Phantom, has a coffee machine. <laughs> and biscuits. 
<laughs> How the hell are they staying still? <laughs> um, now what do we say? High iron say? content and magnets, surely. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, what do we say about the when we say the fairy lights stay on during? Um, that was festive magic, wasn't it? Festive magic biscuits. Yeah, so it's ma- uh, it's magic. I'm surprised there wasn't a slice of cake. I mean, ooh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> you should have done a slice of cake. Yeah, I'm it's actually very glad for the Moro Starbo. <laughs> I'm actually yeah. very upset that we've got proper teacups for our coffee machines and not mugs. Teacup. I'm sure if you look at the coffee, I think the coffee machine. I'm not in a crate at the moment, so I wish I weren't. Well, crate mug too. I'm sure if I remember correctly, though, that the, the coffee is like a green coffee machine, and then they're more like cup, teacups and saucers rather than proper mug mugs. Oh, we're going to have to have another look at it. I mean, I, yeah. It's just, I it's just a coffee machine. And they're just trying to get someone to shout for the mug. Someone's sneaking in cups, aren't they? <laughs> I'm sure. I'm, 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 oh, I wish I... <laughs> Can I know, uh, I'm going to have to look on the internet for a picture of the coffee, crate's, oh, crate's oh, mug please. now. Okay, Kurgle, you got a question? Yeah, I was, you say you really like the content people put up that they've recorded from in-game stuff, and I was wondering if there's any plans in the future, maybe, for Frontier to make the tools available that you use to do, like, your uh, in-law, in-world animations that you use for, you know, production of adverts for forthcoming content, because um, I'd love to see what the community could do with those tools. Not something that's planned. Uh, it's a really nice idea. Um, a lot of are you talking about sort of the the rigging, the animation rigging for things like the Commander Chronicles? Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's that's pretty. That's all done done hand. Is it by yeah, hand, it's it? not. There's no, there's no. It's like in um, what do they use now? I'm not a rigger, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> a rigger. I don't think there's any plans to. to to share those tools? No. Even though I do think that's a really cool idea. Well, blow me down. There is a mug on the coffee machine. Super cool. It's not a mug, it's a cup! Yeah, sorry, you're right. That's it is disgusting! Ed, have you never been to a posh hotel? That's an espresso mug. <laughs> it's, yeah, but <laughs> mugs! This is elite dangerous. We need mugs, not on bloody... Not... <laughs> While we're talking about wishes... <laughs> yeah, don't get an espresso <laughs> cup, please. Yeah. the mug, for God's sake! Okay, guys, Shan, Shan, what are you trying to say? <laughs> Yeah, now, so while we're talking about wishlist, what addition to the ships would you like to add? I'm not talking about a sensible addition. I'm talking <laughs> stuff like paintball multi-cannons, you know, where you play the canopy with paintballs oh, or, really or, or things like that. What sort of thing like that do you think you'd, you'd like in the game? Just silly ones. Oh, that's it. Non, non-bobbling <laughs> bobbleheads was the other one I think I thought of. Disco ball? Disco ball's a good one. Yeah. Great that. shout. Disco ball, um, just flashing around. Oh, um, let's have let's have seasons themed to decades of music, so we could have like a seventies disco season. You know, like one of those light up floors on the disco dance floor. Oh, you can pop one yes. of those in. Well, the inside of the Python is very nineteen seventies, uh-huh. isn't it? So you know, there you go. Yeah. So you just <laughs> want a guy with a big afro uh, on the uh, the bobble head. Why not? On. Why not put an afro on top of your shit? <laughs> I would like um, Afro Hardpoint. I would like the you know the, the the ship. You know ships, not spaceships, but sailing ships, and they have the the figure on the front. Oh, the yeah, figurehead. Figurehead. That's exactly what it is. That I would like one of those. 
How or, or like in, or like in Serenity, where they have the, the, the skeletons of the Reavers on the front. Of the <laughs> oh. I got my enemies. That's basically the you know, you know, like on Mad Max, he could have yeah, it on a radio strip kit. He could have your blood bag. <laughs> oh, that, yeah, that'd be awesome! And then he'd yeah. scream as well. <laughs> I mean, Commander with. Commander Witherspoon has uh, suggested how about a black hole bobblehead that you can't see? That's, that'd be easy. It just sucks you <laughs> in and destroys you instantly. It's already in the game. <laughs> As Stuart GT has, has suggested a flat earth on April no. 1st. I mean, I mean we're, this, is, this is a close-knit group, right? We can, we can say this. Um, it was floated a while back last year. We really wanted to run it. and We just didn't, didn't get a chance. Mm. Uh, this year, if, now it might spoil it, but I do it really love the idea. Now. And I, I, you know, I'd, I'd ask for the permanent in-game change because the Earth is flat. Oh, yeah. April first, got to be done. Well, well <laughs> many, many <laughs> yeah. the Earths. We know that the globes are actually made of cubes, so we could have um, cube planets. Yeah, mm. well, many games do have in-game April Fool's jokes that they play on their player base. Yeah, we can so, do so you know, I, I'm kind of hoping for something. Maybe, well, maybe not this year for April first, unless you've got something planned already. But things like in Guild Wars One, the first one they did, they swapped the gender of every single player who went into a town, or so their character would be <laughs> the opposite gender. And, and the next year, I think they turned all the all the player characters into stick men. Yeah. <laughs> With like yeah, I, I do. I do as a as a player of games. I do like seeing what companies yeah. do. Um, but I don't know if we've got anything planned for April first. But we'll we'll see. Yeah. I, I mean, again, uh, I, on, you can change every player name to Harry Potter and just see what would happen. <laughs> Replace everyone's follow me with mine. Um, <laughs> You're always mad. <laughs> really good. Um, but I, I do just kind of, I do want to say that I'd love to see Flat Earth Sally. So. Well, do, do we really want to encourage the nut jobs? I'm <laughs> just for April 1st, all the Earth likes. All the Earth likes. Flat Earth likes. Yeah. Well, if it's after March the 29th, you'd have a separate uh, UK planet or moon, wouldn't you? And everyone else kind of. Every week, every week, he brings it back, back to Brexit. Every single time. <laughs> <laughs> Dark humour. <laughs> Uh, I mean, do most players take advantage of all the game's features, or do you tend to see them specialise in one area? You know, combat exploration. I think it's. I think it is a mixed bag. I think that lots of people get involved in different things at different times where they feel like it. Yeah, um, and I, I certainly do. Um, I your your sort of jet setting. I'm. I've, I'm a like a, one of the journalists of the galaxy really i like my photos my videos i like all the i don't i'm not out to shoot anyone sure, i'm yeah. never going to be combat elite ever but i'm okay <laughs> with that and that's what is beautiful about the game in my opinion and i say it all the time is that people can shape it how they want to they can specialize and i love seeing all of the different specialists like well yeah, yeah i think repairs. i think we did see beyond we did see people sort of gravitating towards sort of professions if you like um especially with those wanting to try out new exploration mechanics and yeah and miners, miners as well they like they came out as like almost being like a mining 
We've got the mining guild now that Polish Dan does, and they do yeah. amazing work. It's fantastic. It's and yeah. they just own it, don't they? Gains new mining, or yeah. more people doing mining yeah. and engaging that gameplay. Um, so there are there are those those roles within within mm. the game to get involved with. But I think elite is great because you can you can change that, and if you fancy going to do some combat or you want to go out on a five month long expedition, you can do. Mm. Yeah. So Verin, you got a. Yeah, um, I'm interested as to how much visibility you ha- you have over um, like macro player information. So, like the the previous question, what do, you know? Do players specialize a great deal? I don't. I, I guess I mean um, uh, not anecdotally, but like, do you do you guys have visibility of oh, this how many you know there are this many miners in the in the community, um, or you know this many combatiers? Like, yeah. D- Depending um, on the level of data you've got, the ratios must be quite interesting to look at. Our data is is heavily customizable, um, and I'm not really going to go too deep into it, mostly because I'm not proficient to talk about that kind of data. Um, mm. It's not as kind of um, overarching as that person's a miner and that person's a combat flyer. It's more about actions that are taking place, and you can see how many of those actions mm-hmm. are taking place. Um, that data is available to us, and it, you can draw some interesting conclusions from some of that. Yeah. Uh, on the subject of that, I mean, what aspect of player behaviour has surprised you the most, the you and the development team? Um, so I don't think for for the development team, I'm not sure I could say. Um, I'd have to get sort of Adam Woods in here to ask him. Yeah. Uh, for me, it's so we published a while back the um uh, earlier last year we published the stats on how much of the galaxy had been explored 0.03 something ridiculous mm. um, and with the arrival of beyond chapter 4 mm-hmm. no this is not going to impress anybody but it does impress me but it's gone up 0.006 i think yeah um, don't quote me on those numbers, but yeah. that's a very short amount of time for for a four year period well, the, where it went up that much, and yeah. it's already it's already jumped up zero point no 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 six something yeah. percent. There you go, Commander Ventura has put it in there. Zero point no no six earlier in the year is zero point no no three. Gosh, that's and that's quite, that is quite monumental, actually, it given is. the the scope and of the galaxy. Do you think well, that's a yeah. factor of the new exploration tools you put in in the last update? I think so. I, I mean, I mean, it makes it more. It does make it? It's well, quicker for, yeah. for for me. I think it's it got to be. It's got to be why. Yeah. I think someone's worked out at the moment there is a hundred and forty-four million systems which have been explored so far. I did some napkin maths and worked out we needed another one thousand five hundred years to explore. The- <laughs> Shanti, guys, yeah, come on. <laughs> yeah, go, get jumping. Yeah, Shan, do you want to jump yeah, in? Yeah, going on the, the the stat thing. One of the things I've seen again in other games that I found really interesting is from time to time they publish like infographics mm. about what the players have been up to. So for Elite, you've got the percentage explored. You know, you could say, well, the most popular ship is the Aspect Explorer, and or the average amount of credits a commander has is whatever just kind of 
fun facts like that actually really made people think, oh, okay, I'm either average or I'm above average or I'm whatever. <laughs> I'm crap. <laughs> it's just yeah. kind of like all the, fun, all the fun stats, you know, like the average commander has been killed 10,000 times or whatever it is, you know, just to kind of, I don't know. Obviously, there's stuff you can't publish, like the most users we had online at any one time. Sure, sure. Stuff like that, but stuff that doesn't actually materially give anything away, but makes people think, oh, that's an interesting, fun thing to know. That would yeah, be really fun. I absolutely love that stuff. And yeah, I don't know if you've been, you've seen on our social media pages recently, but we have started to put out some of those, those fun facts. Um, we have more, we have more coming. Um, also, we have an anniversary this year. We do. So, um, certainly, I think we we share this thought that that's a really cool idea, and we we Absolutely. would love to see that as well. Absolutely, adore yeah. Um, so, yeah. keep an eye on the skies. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, as as the player base's choice of ships surprised um, people at Frontier, you know, have they thought, okay, this ship's going to be really popular, and then it wasn't. And, and vice versa, yeah. Then why he made three chieftains? Talking about mm-hmm. Steve's love of the keelback. Um, I, I, I is he the only one that. flying it? <laughs> He's the only one. Um, I don't think I've ever had that. No, really? no. I think really? there is a there is a varied mix of people, um, or there's a lot of people flying a varied mix of ships. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. I'm sorry, my voice just died. <laughs> Yeah, because we had something similar because um, uh, in Escape Velocity, Chris Jarvis's commander flies a Merlin from the, the old games. And the guys at Spider-Man Games thought, oh, it must be really popular. Uh, and so they put it in the RPG. And it turns out that the only person that likes the Merlin is Commander uh, Commander Aww. Thane. <laughs> no one else seems to like it. <laughs> um, I mean... <laughs> Is there any area of the game you personally would like to see given more depth, or is it? I could answer that, but I can't as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, tricky one to ask. I know. Could reveal things. So yeah, I uh, I think you're just gonna have to wait and see. But there, I can I can confirm that there is. Um, <laughs> you can there is an area of the game that you'd like to be seen given more depth. <laughs> Will Flanagan confirms that it's dangerous, not perfect. <laughs> hey, there's always there's always new features that can be added. There's always um, things that can be improved. This is it. There's always new. Yeah, I mean, uh, has there has there been any features which you feel that, that the players aren't taking advantage of? Um, I think there's there's a lot of exploration, and we saw this initially when we we launched it, especially with the phenomena. That there is there is things out there for people to get involved with, especially with the phenomena. And we purposefully have have not really gone into much detail about how to interact with that. And and it's a bit more established now. People know that there's phenomena that you can interact with out yeah. there. But initially, um, it did take a while for people to start in, interacting with, just experimenting with those. Shiny crystals that float. No, I had my eye out for a lot. That was, and I still am now. That is one area that I'm like always looking to see if somebody's found something and knew it's, what they're doing with them. And, yeah. I would like to see more more people engaging with that stuff. Yeah, and, and experimenting. I, I actually, I think you missed a trick there because I have to admit, I, several times I've tried impaling myself on one of the spiky phenomena. and I, I've never managed yet. <laughs> Even to the extent I've had the 
the spike inside of my cockpit. So it's sort of... Uh, I'm not sure what you're trying to achieve there, Ben. Ben, are you okay? Why are you, why are you doing that? Can we help you? Do you Step do down you, from the ledge. talk? No, I... I, I, doing I, that? I, I think sometimes it's best to leave Ben to his own devices. <laughs> it's, it's, who doesn't want to impale their ship on a spiky thing? <laughs> yes, Just we don't give me. Ben the pointed scissors. He has the scissors <laughs> with the rounded edges. <laughs> I have the safety scissors. <laughs> Just on the anomalies, I've got to say as a player, like you guys did so well on those. I think they're really cool. I love the fact that there's there's nothing telegraphed about how you can interact with them. I mm. love the fact that that's a total surprise. I love the fact that they're not just POIs floating there, that you know, there's mystery that attached to them. Really it's, nice to hear. Yeah, yeah really, really cool. There is there is a message in that, um, because our community do awesome things and there are things that are obscured or or less clear for people because we want um commanders out there to, to get involved in, yeah. and, and engage yeah, with that yeah. um and then of course talking about sort of the announcement for that we made last friday there is also things in the game uh, there are a lot of things in the game that we need to educate people about and yes. make sure that they can find the information they want to really get the most out of the game so i think there is a balance of that and i think the phenomena stuff the exploration stuff is where we'll we'll heavily see things that are a little bit more obscure for players because we want we want scientists we want we do. people going out on expeditions and engaging with that stuff. Yeah, mm. yeah. I mean, can we can we expect uh, more stuff to appear in the codex? Then uh, is there is there? Oh, I, I think that's that's a bit of a loaded one. Well, <laughs> yeah, I can't announce any. I can't announce. Any. <laughs> we will the codex be added to over time? You know, yeah. not we're not necessarily asking what's going to. Go. Yeah, I th- I, yeah, I think it goes without saying that the Codex is there now. It's a great resource that yeah. we have um, to build upon. So yeah, the Codex, the Codex will be added to in the future. What's in? What's going to be added to it? I'm not, not telling, telling you. Sean, <laughs> <laughs> do you want to just jump in? Yeah, I was. I was going to ask um, about: Are you planning on doing any more? Well, the old the old name was educating Ed, but that kind of where. <laughs> You know, where we, we try and get Sally blown up in all sorts of interesting ways, for example. <laughs> edifying Will. Yeah, Edifying Will is, is there. Um, people hate the name, so I really need to look at yeah, that we, name. We need to have to come up with something like Fire at Will. Fire at Will. Um, yeah, we do, we do that <laughs> series. That's, that's one we've run. I can't remember the last one who it was with. But we, we are doing that. We were also doing... It was the, a Diamond Frogs. Diamond Frogs, that was it. And we did some... We did some. What's really fun about that is there's a lot of Elite Dangerous and there are a lot of things I've done in Elite Dangerous, but there's also a lot of things I haven't done in Elite Dangerous and I'm not shy at speaking about that. There's, there's a whole... Well, when we were doing the Flight Assist. The Flight Assist stuff. Um, there's, there's loads there yeah. to get involved with. And so those streams are really great because, as, as we saw with um, Educating Ed getting involved with just sort of how player groups play the game and engage with the game. Yeah. So it is a lot of fun. Mm. Everyone I mean, it well, so. well. Are there other plans to ever allow uh, player submitted Galnet articles? So that's that's one that comes up uh, uh, comes up quite a lot. Right mm. now no. Um, what we found with the previously submitted um, Galnet articles was that they needed quite a lot of editing. Bad spelling. <laughs> Bad spelling. Bad spelling. I blame the British Bad school English. system. <laughs> um, but yeah, there, there, there are no plans right now, but 
uh, that's that is sort of something we found that it did require. It wasn't just sort of transporting that that information and adding it to the game. Um, yeah, so, big props to the guy. I can't remember the chap's name, but the guy who used to, I think Ian something. Ian, the guy who, Ian Dingwell, yeah. Ian yeah. Dingwell, that was it. He, um, God, he, he was the patience of a saint, that man. <laughs> the stuff he had to wade through, because um, I, I, I submitted one or two bits from the gal there, and some of them even got published. So, um, yeah. Uh, so clearly I wasn't the worst of them. But um, uh, yeah, they were. Um, it, it, he was just inundated with queries all the time. You know, people mm. would submit things and then they'd take loads of editing and then they'd endlessly chase them. And Exactly. It's, it yeah, it, it's a, it's an more of a complex sort of system than yeah. just some, sending something, firing it away and then getting it approved and then implemented. Um, but of course, as some of you will not mind me plugging, but we have the awesome Sagittarius Eye that yes. many of us are big fans of. Um, I'm not saying that stuff's appearing in, in the game, but we were trying our best to make sure that you guys get the exposure that you, you have because it's yeah. a really cool, oh, it's wonderful. cool project. Yeah, Fantastic. So well, by kind of Sagittarius Eye in-game. Sorry, Sue, say that again. So 2020 Sagittarius Eye appearing <laughs> in-game. Hey, hang on. Let's go. Let's be a bit tempered with that. Twenty twenty. That's the name of the next big expansion, right? Yes. So, yes. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Ed had his own particular style of community mm. management and communication and things like that. And so my, my question was, is what do you think your style is going to be in terms of how you present things and all the sort of stuff that went on? Um, you know, we're just basically looking forward to seeing, is it, going to, you know, is it going to be this crazy kind of stuff that Ed did a mix in between? Or what's your, what's your vision, if you like, your aim for the new community management team? Okay, so hmm. you're not allowed to say kimonos for all. Kimonos for all. (laughs) He absolutely is allowed to say that. (laughs) um, Mine and Ed's mine and Ed's approach to community management is is quite similar in the sense that we do believe that the best thing that a company can possibly do is communicate with its community and make sure that its community um, understand what's going on with the game, but also that the company itself um, understand what community the community wants and what the concerns and questions. Um, I'm I'm weird in my own way, not quite the Ed way. Ed was a natural performer. We'll all agree. Yeah. I'm I'm not as I don't have as much flair as that, but I do have my own weird style and my own weird humour that that um, maybe people who tuned, tuned into the live stream on I think Monday got a glimpse of seeing Will though, because this is one thing that makes Will awesome is that you are seeing Will. Yeah, Will. like you don't. You don't There's turn no into any. No, I'm this monotone in real life. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but but also, what's where me and I differ in the sense that I'm I'm a little bit more of a planner. I'm a little bit yeah, more of an organizer. Um, that stuff really excites me. So while I'm not going to be gone, or I'm I'm still going to be doing lots of live streams. I'm still going to be attending a lot of the events. I am going to be sort of focused behind the scenes a bit more, but still engaging with the community. Um, and and I would like us to get to a stage where we're really we're really on top of things and really organised. And I'm a I'm a planner. I love my Excel sheets. I love my tables. I love my stream of dates. So I think it's it's yeah. You are we have it. different styles. We have I have my style. 
I can safely say, um, and I don't know if I had an opportunity to say it before, so I'm going to use your your radio to say it. Um, but me and Ed, we 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 are very good friends. We weren't just colleagues. Yeah. Uh, naturally, it started like that because I'm a I, I joined Frontier, um, but we I quickly found a colleague who I worked very closely with, and we we just understood understood each other's approach to to the work, um, but also outside of life. And I'm uh, haven't had chance yet, given all the the busy life schedules. But um, I'm down in London a lot, so seeing Ed seeing Ed quite regularly is is something that continues, and we talk as well. Um, so and I think that's good. It's it's yeah, we Ed said it himself about me, and we are very close with our vision of what community management should be. Um, so yeah. We are exceptionally lucky to have you, William, and very lucky we had Ed too. And it is worth saying because you're you're not new to Elite Danger, really, no. but you joined us back in just before Beyond Chapter Four. Am I right, or is it just Three after? Years ago. Yeah, but for, for on the publishing side. Oh, big pardon. Yeah. Yeah, you. So in November uh, last year. And I, I think what what I'm what reassures me because I me and Ed worked very closely together we had a good grasp of things and we worked you know we we had a lot of marketing terms synergy um and it you know it's daunting when someone leaves who you work so closely with and you mm-hmm. understand yeah. that oh no this this person who's sort of an anchor they're not lo- no longer there but I am I'm kind of pleased that we have a Sally because it's not me now but sort of that kind of that <laughs> kind of thing going on so it's good <laughs> yeah. yeah we haven't got the pop whip snap no, have we? We'll we'll get have our own. I mean, we've got, no. we've got ECM coming up. There's lots of weird traditions. We yeah, can make. yeah. I've seen something. We've got ECM over Easter. You've got LaveCon coming up. You've got the the big things in America that you guys. Yeah. I know you've not said anything, but GamesCon will be coming up. EGX will be coming up. There's loads of crazy stuff you can get up to, isn't there? Oh, yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. it's, those it's are really, really fun. fun. I'm so excited for ECM. Yeah. I am, but I can't. I keep watching the calendar. I'm so like, it's coming. It's, it's I'm gutted I can't make it. I can't make I know, ECM ben. this weekend because it's Easter. Ben, it's Easter weekend. I've got family to do. Oh, ben. <laughs> but, you know, it was, it's quite surreal because it was, only, it was only a year ago where I was coming to these events yeah. for the first time and meeting the community face-to-face first time. And Ed had a lot of history with the community. He was instrumental in building yeah. community management yeah. at Frontier, Zach as well. Um, I don't have that historic history with, with the community. I'm gaining my own now. That will come in time. Um, but these events are uh, just, it's it's surreal to think, Fitting. oh, it was only a year and now I'm... It feels like you've been here for a year, honestly. That's what you've Adam, Adam so Wood said to me. I remember a time without Will now. It does feel like you've been here for quite a long time. Look at all the 07s. 07. 07, we're doing it back. Oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm still doing it. <laughs> yeah, everyone's 07ing you in, over in Twitch. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I know my first interaction with Ed was, oh, it would have been on the run-up to the the, uh, the actual the lodge party over in, oh, down at the Imperial War Museum. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we went off and, you know, the very first time I met Ed, one of the um, guys who were setting up the stage for the Imperial War Museum, your all your stuff, had left the plans lying on the floor in the, fo- in the photo desk, which had the, 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 the Cobra marked big time available for anybody to see. I was like, yeah, you're Ed, aren't you? 
<laughs> I don't think I should have seen this, Ed, but here you go, mate. That's what I we have we have one final question for you mm. right and there is a caveat with this one you are not allowed to reply with the community okay oh, <laughs> oh no what, you're confident uh, what feature do you enjoy the most in elite dangerous the community <laughs> no, I'm get out <laughs> go for it Sally. you go first Give it, give him some thinking time. No, I've got it. I've already got it. I'll go first. You're gonna have a really good one. I want a better one. Right. You go first, then, and I'll think of a better one. Um, for me, it's it's recreating, it's recreating um, what I envision my inner self to look like in the Hollow Me Creator. Lovely. That's the first one. So, so my old man. <laughs> the second one. I, I mean, I've I've really taken. It was something that I was playing the sort of the internal test build before it came out, yeah. and I was I was playing it, and then I put it down and said, "Why? Why am I playing this? Because I want to play it now." And it just made me—it's uh, just something I really enjoy being able to sort of. That's something I I did when I first started in Lee Dangerous. I jumped into exploration and I uh, went off on my expeditions. But now I do it with just—it's just yeah, way more fun. Just scooting around, and scanning. And that's for me. I'm I'm an, I'm an explorer at heart, but I also have been dabbling very my toes very lightly into the the lukewarm hot water of yes, yes. Um, mm, trading. Trading. Well, I like a bit of trading. Is it my go? It is your, uh, it's right, your go. Sorry. I'm a creative, as you know. Yeah. I I'm not saying it just because I worked on it or anything, so we can forget that I said that. But the <laughs> being able to do the the, I like to call it making the memory. So, like I've done with my pink way for the silly business, like with videos and yeah, you know, you, capturing elite and saving it out. The some of these experiences I'm not really going to be able to do again easily anyway hmm. because I play it properly. I don't use dev magic. I can't just put myself back where I want to put myself it's back. No I wouldn't do it. Where's the fun in that? And. I love and actually do it. Sometimes I'll play the game to explore, like World saying, so I'll enjoy the exploration. But then sometimes, of like a Sunday morning, I'll just go down and have a play around in a particular system and capture it, you know, on, on video, get some... and just chill out doing that. And I just love, I love it that I can use it as a as elite and play elite, or I can use it as a creative escape as well, because I love space anyway. I'm a huge space fan. And I don't know. I also love scaring myself as well. So, like, just go in. You know how you just go right on Because I I wasn't going to do this at Worlds. I was just going to fly fly around. And then one Sunday I was like, what am I doing here? I'm going. And I just did. And you caught up with us? And and I caught up with you. You involved with it? And it's it's just it's that sort of freedom in the game where you can you can do whatever you can mould all of your, your experience your passions into one place and it that's what I love a lot. I mean, uh, yeah, Ben, do you want to quickly ask about this? Oh, it's just you were saying that you, you you love space things on, but was anybody else actually going in a slight segue? But was anyone else watch get up early? On Saturday and Sunday to watch the SpaceX 
Oh, no, I only caught up with it after I didn't get up to watch it, I'm afraid. Yeah, I, 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 I only saw the coverage. The weekend is for sleep. <laughs> oh, no. I, they, they, I felt so bad. <laughs> yeah, the Our International uh, National Space Centre that we've got here in Leicester, they mm-hmm. did an amazing um, event on it, which I was so jealous about because they, they showed it and they had a whole, like thing around it and I was so jealous that I wasn't there but I, I love that place yeah <laughs> I'm a bit obsessed with it but I'll try and get you a ticket I need to get I need to get up there it was easier when I lived in, but it's still easy now it's only an hour and a half away okay. but yeah anyway sorry so, so how are you two doing for time uh, <laughs> I think, yeah. yeah I think we've We're, we could probably do one more question if you've got if you've got any more questions Okay, guys, you've got one more question. First one, first serve. Please make sure, though, that it's a question I can answer. Yeah. Because that would be late. I have a late question in from Obsidian Ants who's just gone and met me on Discord. Ooh, Go on, big then. Name. Go on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> With a name drop like that, we can't stop. Yeah. <laughs> Obsidian Ants says the Flat Earth would be an amazing promo for the game. And, it, and he said, tell Sal it's instant marketing and it would be in all the media. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Oh, and um, yeah, we would like to put forward a recommendation for the free anaconda bar next to Hutton Orbital so that people get the joke. Yes, it's got to be done. <laughs> yeah, send me, send me a message. Um, also, can I use this opportunity to, to tell anyone who's messaged me on Discord that uh, I am sorry if you've not received a reply from me I'm inundated with lots of messages, but as soon as that time I get time to make sure I go through all of those, I will respond. Um, so anyone who has sent me a message, I'm so sorry. I've sent you like five intimate photographs now. Nothing bad. <laughs> too much around. information there. Uh, I just uh, this this is getting the wrong impression. I think. I don't know. I think I've flat, just been flat. completely creeped out by Sovereign. <laughs> 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 yes, instead of let's not leave it on a high note, let's leave it on a creepy note. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, that does fit in line with the, the kind of. So, yeah, I'm, I'm happy with, with creepy. Okay, so we'll leave it on a creepy note. And um, <laughs> so, 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 Will and um, Sally, thank you very much for joining us. And I uh, hope you can uh, get home <laughs> nice and safe. You can tell I'm a dad. Get that's, you. Wow, that sounds should, we, should we send you three rings when we get in? <laughs> yeah, I need three rings off the period. Make sure you're fine. And, and if you see a shadow behind you, it's Souverine just coming up. <laughs> Um, well, thank you, oh, God, thank you so much uh, for having us, guys. Yeah, it's an absolute honour and a privilege. It is beautiful. Thank you. Excellent. Okay, um, we'll go to an advert and then come back with uh, some of our uh, shenanigans ourselves. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. On the far side of the bubble, on the dark side of an airless moon. On the slightly more interesting side of a ravine, there lived the engineer. The engineer can make your lasers more powerful. Your engines 
speedier. And your gas tank, really, really big. What do you want? I want fish. Wait, what? That's right, fish! Carp, char, chub, jack, loach, crabby, muckabate, prickleback, soul, snook, snake, tang, wapoo, wapagum, banjo, banga, snook, soul, shad, scat, come on by with the long nose cat, noodlefish, nibblefish, northern squaw, hooma, hooma, nuka, nuka, wapa, wapa. What about Swedish fish? Why the hell not? Thanks, mister. You're in the wrong commercial. Well, shit. Fish, because, you know, space. Oh, boy, space is cold in here. That commander has a cheek sitting up in his cosy and warm cockpit while we haul radioactives around his cargo bay. Oh, is it cold? I hadn't noticed. Oh, that's right. Why, you're not even shivering. Maybe it's because I picked up this North Coast cargo bay sweater. It keeps me warm and stylish. Say, that is a nice jumper. It's made from the finest Verex wool and handcrafted by novitiates in the underground monasteries of Van Manen's Star. Wow. Where can I get one? New North Coast Cargo Bay sweaters. Be the envy of your friends. Wow, every lady from here to the Empire. Be warm and toasty, even on the tenth planet of a dying star. Now on sale at Spark and Mensa. Better now? Better? Why, I feel so warm I'll probably never catch man flu again. Spark and Mensa. Because nothing says sexy like a neck-high jumper. And welcome back. Well, as we've had Will and Sally on today, um, obviously we don't know what this this the team has been up to for the last week. So we'll quickly go around the Orange Sidewinder bar and see how everyone's doing. So we'll start with the person who everybody wants to know. Um, Cal, how you been? I'm all right. I was just throwing food down my throat there. <laughs> yeah, I'm fine. Yeah, it's been fun. Um... Well, it's been mad crazy this week. Um, just last week, we received a, a letter from the Vatman telling us that uh, as of April this year, all businesses need to use software capable of doing make tax digital, um, mm. which means you have to find uh, supported software, blah, blah, blah. So we've been moving our business into... Um, the new software, meanwhile getting artworks ready for a large contract that we have and getting ready for a meeting uh, next week down in Wimbledon <laughs> mm. so it's been all all very chaotic and, and busy and of course um, everything uh, there and in between with um, doctor's hospital appointments for my brother and for for Susie and it's just been yeah chaos it's been good chaos and we're getting through it which is awesome um but chaos nonetheless and there has been movement in the bathroom I looked in there we don't want to know that 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 we had to we had to wipe it up because there's not a toilet in there yet but (laughs) And how the cats got in there, I'll never know. No, it wasn't the cats either. Uh, it's been yeah, it's been a lot of uh, a lot of work. We are expecting to get the bathroom. Muff, um, uh, my brother has had his um, his specialised medication, of which 
um, when you're on this stuff, you are part of the program to check it because <laughs> there's not that many people on it, and um, they expect results to start being more noticeable from probably next week. Already, he his his mindset is improving, so he's feeling that's a good thing because he feels like things will improve. But he's you know it's not been great <clears throat> for him, but he's doing. All right, Susie's almost ready for this meeting, almost, mm. and that's just the fun of it. But I did get something quite cool. Um, let me just see if I can flick the feed to the camera. Is that the camera one? No, is it? It might be. No, that's my PC. Put your pants back on, Grant. I'm not going to show oh, them that. Be scary. That, that's that's just not okay. Isn't know. it interesting how everything just goes completely downhill once the frontier people have left? <laughs> it's like teacher was in the room for two hours, and now teacher's gone. The kids are now yay. Let's carry on. So it, <laughs> it's not the bathroom camera. No, it's not. Um, uh, but what I did was I received something this week um, that is pretty cool and probably of interest to some people. It is this um, particular shadow box. Um, and it is if you have used the shadow tech system where you basically rent a PC, top end PC this is the hardware box uh, you can see it's got HDMI it's got the network port which I don't believe currently functions, uh, that's something oh. that they're planning on updating soon with firmware, uh, four USBs two USB 3s, two USB 2s probably a headphone socket, power socket and an HDMI out what this means is you connect wirelessly. I've not tested. My intention is to bring it down to ECM and to LaveCon and to hook it up using a mobile phone internet signal on it to see um, how good it copes uh, on that kind of low speed connection. So far, it works brilliantly. Uh, I had it in the kitchen fired it up and it's like having a PC anywhere you want. It is network dependent hails, it requires um, I think 20, 15 megabits per second isn't it? It's is not like 20 it's, only, it's less than 20, I think it's 13 or 14, it's not high. Yeah. Or not high given modern broadband states. <coughs> now the monthly price I think is around about £24 a month. It's not on a contract basis so you can try it for a month and then stop activations are a bit slow to get started so don't do it expecting it that night it will probably be within a week of signing up that you'll get your uh, setup so 20 odd pounds a month the box itself you have to buy it's a hundred and nine pounds uh, it is nothing it is basically a, a raspberry pi equipment in, in there just to hook into their service but the benefit of that is the USB connections on those are going to work with the software. Whereas if you have an issue with the installation on your PC, often the USB part can be a bit ropey. It works for me on my machine now since they did an update about three months ago and I can use my hot-ass controllers for Elite on my PC with the window. But this box would then allow me to take my hot-ass, my pedals and my controllers go through to another room in the house, plug it into a projector, and boom, instantly done. I think it's awesome if you have the likes of your own um, system of, you know, a cockpit that you've built, because it's small, it doesn't get that hot at all, doesn't take up much space, and could be easily hidden under the unit, meaning you don't have a huge base unit. The only problem with that is, of course, if you're using a multiple video out, you've only got one 
on the back of this damn thing. Um, so yeah, it's, it's the system itself works. The iOS on the phone, I've had no luck running that at all. Um, uh, it works, but it's just unusable because it's an iPhone. Um, an iPhone. I've used it quite happily with my uh, my Android tablets, um, but I'll usually go off and hook on an external Bluetooth keyboard and mouse. Yeah, uh, and that just makes it that makes it ten times easier. It is when you you know it works great. Um, there are um, like for example the game that I tend to test it with is Dead by Daylight uh, because you have skill checks on that. Uh, unfortunately, I'm not good enough at skill checks on the regular PC, so I think I can only really say I am just as bad on the Shadow Tech system as I am on my home PC. So that probably suggests that there's not much in the way of latency issues. It's just that I'm really bad at skill checks. Uh, but I will let you know as I have more time and we'll see it at ECM. So come over and have a shot and you'll see. Excellent. Uh, ben, what have you been up to for the last week? Uh, uh, last week, I've, not, I've mainly actually been um, reading the Bobiverse books, so I am Bob and things like that. I started reading them on Friday and have read all three of them basically by about eleven o'clock last night. Mm. Uh, I just I, once I started, I just couldn't stop. Um, absolutely, I, I've heard friends saying that they're really good books, and they really are really good books. And they're they're not too heavy, but they're very but they're very readable. Um, so if you're looking for a, a trilogy of books to read, the, the I Am Bob series I can strongly recommend. Apart from that, I've been playing Prison Architect, flying around a wee bitty in Elite Dangerous. But that's, yeah, that's really about it. Right. Um, well, Commander Shan, what have you been up to then? Uh, In-game, I have been um, exploring the Lagrange clouds around Sagittarius A. Because if you look in the codex, there are quite a few within 1,300 light years of it. So I've been enjoying myself shooting, poking, scanning the various things in there to see if they'll blow my ship up. Um, but so far, they haven't. At the moment, I haven't found one that um, gets particularly hostile, so I shall need to do more science on them. So uh, you've, you've not really had your, your ship... Corroded then? Not yet. No, I probably haven't found the relevant ones to do that. But I'll keep trying. Excellent. Uh, okay. <laughs> and, and then, sorry. <laughs> and then, <laughs> out of game. Yeah, my my office is now complete. The uh, Marie Kondo threat has now recite, receded. <laughs> probably because the um, the local tip now has a special pile. Mark Shan on it, um, where the stuff has gone. But yeah, so thankfully, peace is returning after the Marie Kondo um, incursion. <laughs> You're in incursion state now. Now you've managed to uh, now you've managed to break the incursion state. Okay. Well, that's right. I've filled the tip. I've filled the local tip enough. Yeah, to put my house back in operation. <laughs> now you're back in boom. <laughs> you had the same problem, Severine. Uh, no, 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 I'm fine. Um, is it is it my turn to talk about my week? Or yes, I, I was doing a rather <laughs> smooth link. 
almost professional there. <laughs> it was a really smooth segue, and then I just pedoed it, didn't I? Um, <laughs> my week's been great, thanks. Um, I've had a really, really fun week in Elite Dangerous. I've been, I've been doing things that I've never done before, um, which is surprise, which is actually quite a large amount of the game. Um, so, do you have a safe word? <laughs> Oh, it's genuinely hilarious. Um, no, so first thing I did was um, I had a couple of days um, undermining in power play. Um, so I've, I've, I don't, this is my first time sort of dip my toe in really the, the last um, or two with the player group I've been hanging out with. Um, and I went undermining for the first time, which is brilliant fun um, in our combat ship, my member, which I told you about. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after that, I went. I went scout uh, hunting with a friend of mine. So it's the first time I've ever killed a Thargoid, um, which is also really, really good fun. So I, I, I kitted out my Anaconda with um, turreted anti-Xeno multi-cannons and then um, went and did scouts. Um, and just everything about that, the music, the the way they fly, the, it, it's it's so eerie and different to um, fighting human ships. It's brilliant. Um, and then after that, went to... Um, also, didn't realize this, it's really good at boosting your combat rating um, yes, scouts, like ridiculously so i think each one counts as an elite ship or something like that which is um which is great so i got about two percent of the way through um dangerous in um about an hour and a half yeah um, and then after that um went and re-equipped for mining and went off and uh, did some void opal stuff um, and spent the last couple of days doing that. So it's been really, really fun exploring new features. Yeah, excellent. I mean, I've been pretty much doing the same as you, but um, Commander Kurgle? Well, in-game, I've been continuing to slowly mow my way through Guardian Unlocks, trying to get a ship in a fit state to go punching Thargoids. Uh, and out of game, I am pretty buried with uni work. We're doing um, some complicated stuff in Java, and that is taxing my brain quite a lot. And at work, we're in a horrible position where we are having to help one of our customers rebrand their charitable application because of a horrible internet meme, which is, uh, yeah, not good stuff. Yeah. Well, um, well personally, um <laughs> I've been doing pretty much the same uh, as I always do, and I've been knocking scouts left, right, and center, which is, um, you know, as Sovereign says, is very good for your combat rank. Um, however, keeping with the creepy theme, um, I think uh, uh, a comment in one of my, which made me feel. Well, Aroused. unsure. It's, it, it, it says, um, I have to give a call out to this Johnny B fella because he says, dude's narrating like I'm laying in bed next to him. <laughs> Brackets. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. Um, I really don't know how to respond to that. <laughs> <laughs> how does one speak when you're laying in bed next? Uh, obviously, if, like I'm, <laughs> uh, if, if, if I'm obviously describing how to. Oh, I was about to say Doc then. (laughs) (laughs) The only response to that, Colin, really can be, that's because I am. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I am now gone from creeped out to just basically skin crawl. So, (laughs) I remember Zach said to me at EGX, when they were in Birmingham, um, I went to bed listening to you last night. Uh-huh. Meaning he was listening to the show 
uh, when he went when he was you know getting ready for bed and going to sleep, and he just went to sleep with with the show on. Oh. But I went to bed listening to you last night. Is just about as bad, I suspect. Yeah. And maybe what we should do is, is um, after after the end of the show, leave about a two three minute pause, and then we all just go, "Good night, Zach." <laughs> <laughs> Zach, turn the podcast off now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so on top of all that, um, well, we'll, sorry, we also sorry. got the community corner. So uh, we have. Alec Turner at it again with the the uh, first great planetary expedition. Um, who who knows about that one? I know about it. Off you go. Go go, uh, Richard Sue. Alec Turner, famous SRV enthusiast, general, um, one of the nicest people on the forums, um, has been uh, toying with the idea of launching a um, large scale community expedition with a twist, um, and that is that it will be the first expedition taking place entirely on one planet so for the last few weeks they've um alec and a group of um group of other srv enthusiasts have been scouting planets in the bubble um for uh somewhere to host it and they've now found a planet um and uh, the expedition has largely been planned they've got a um they've got waypoints uh, the waypoints are mostly um plottable points of interest in um on the on the planet map so um, so they're not coordinates, although a couple of them are. Um, and it takes place uh, on a really amazing world. We're um, in a close orbit with an Earth-like world, um, which uh, which rises about something like every hour or something. And a really varied terrain. Um, and it's it's quite a spectacular, quite a spectacular planet actually, as planets go. Um, and it is taking place on the I think launches on the twenty seventh March, um, and it should be really really good fun. Um, so the the forum uh, the forum thread for it is where everything's happening and it's where everything is um, uh, all of the details are being thrashed out and where um, you need to go to subscribe um, and you do and you can ju- just search um, the first great planetary expedition which is the name uh, on the forum and it will come up um, and Alec also has a Discord server which you should join as well. Um, so Ben, was Alec? The guy you stole the first map by from. <laughs> yes. Yes, he was. He was. The first one. Uh, 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 so, you know, Alex also did the ridge running thing. Yeah. And I was in the system, basically, when Chapter 4 went live, and I, I maybe claimed his planet. <laughs> from right under him. <laughs> nice. nice. No. But, but Alec isn't holding a grudge, and... He's actually joining us on the twenty sixth of this month for, which is basically the day before his expedition goes live. So I'll, I'll make sure to ask you. So, Alec, how do you feel about that <laughs> in your glory? <laughs> <laughs> I do, I don't think he actually talked to me for about a week afterwards. Lucky so and so. Anyway. <laughs> So, I mean, do we have any uh, any questions come in apart from obviously the obvious the stuff that we we asked Will and Sally? Can't think of any questions that have come out. No, no. I must admit, I am getting a bit creeped out by what people are seeing in in Twitch. But let's let's move on from there. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, how people were falling to sleep to your voice, Colin? Was that the one? <laughs> <laughs> Things like that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Oh dear. 
Um, I'll hit you on Wallspoon. Wallspoon says that Colin laying in bed next to me sounds like a nightmare. Uh, I don't know how to respond to that. I really don't. Aren't you and uh, Pete sharing a room at LiveCon this year? No. Also, we do have a new advert for you, I do believe. Um uh, Cal, have you managed to get hold of the the advert? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. From from uh, Commander Falco took. Wait, what you want? You want to know? Yeah, let's have it now. Okay, here we go. Thank you. Humanity is under attack, Commander, and it's up to each of us to stop the Thargoid menace. If you are in or near the bubble, you need to get effing involved. Effing involved? That's right, Commander. You need to either fix, ferry, or fight. Um, I'm just a cargo hauler. I can't get involved in a war. You need to take that truck to the nearest station under repair, check the top Galnet store to see what supplies they need, and start hauling to fix that station, trucker. Hey, I'm a hot hand at the stick, but I stay away from the fighting. Think you're a hot pilot, do you? Then you need to ferry civilians off of burning stations. That will be hot enough for you. Just be sure to pack some heat sinks. Oi, I'm the baddest bounty hunter a Hazra's ever saw. You wanna go? Easy there, Trigger. You think you're a tough combat pilot? You need to try fighting Thargoid scouts. Check what systems Eagle Eye says are under attack and look for the non-human signal sources, threats three and four. Join the struggle, Commander. Get effing involved. Save humanity. Fix, ferry, or fight. Paid for by the HUD Ministry of Information, Propaganda, and Signals. Well, thank you to uh, Focal Took uh, for that wonderful, stirring, patriotic call to arms there. I can, <laughs> I can feel myself grabbing a, a, a federal flag with really tiny hands. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, in other news, we uh, we also have to give a shout out to um, Commander Arithan. Um, he has him who does all those fantastic um, uh, ship recognition charts and uh, uh, images. He has donated an A zero ship recognition chart. That's one with every single ship on it uh, for the Lavecon raffle. Now, for those of you who have been hiding under a rock, the LaveCon, as you know, is on the 4th or 7th of July, uh, 2019 at the Sedgebrook Hall. And, uh, of course, we will let everybody know when the next round of tickets will be available. On the subject of tickets, there is also the Elite Community Meet on the 20th of April at the Renaissance Hotel in Manchester. Um, Tickets uh, and information can be found at elitemeet.info. Is that correct, Grant? Um, Grant, I've got that right. 
Yes, that is all good. Elitemeet.info will take you to the page and there are instructions. Uh, I do think hotel space is now uh, a bit of an issue thanks to a hell of a lot of people um, booking them up. So that's that's really good. Um, but yeah, check it out. There are alternatives listed there. There's plenty of hotels uh, around and available that you know you won't miss out if you want to come along and we'd love to see you guys there. Excellent. Um, we also have um, the CQC discard that can be found at HTTPS discordme.elitedangerousCQC. Um, if you join there, you'll be able to help uh, and arrange matches um, if you've had difficulty with CQC. Um, our sister station, Hutton Orbital Radio, also broadcasts uh, on a Thursday at half past eight. Um, you can go to httptv.forthemug.com or radioforthemug.com if you just want the audio. So, does anybody have any final business before I uh, we call it tonight? Not for me. I want to know what's on the other side of Stag A if I keep doing Yes. Yes, but we do know, although Live Radio may be the hottest show this side of DSO, um, we have Commander Witherspoon's uh, Galnet News, which is the hottest show the other side of DSO, um, will be coming up at the end of this episode. And he's going to kill me for saying that. Good luck <laughs> trying that to catch me. Is the DSO? Pardon? Is that the dark side of DSO? It's very dark. <laughs> so um, that's it for another episode of Lave Radio if you'd like to get in touch with the show then you can email info at laveradio.com facebook.com slash laveradio at laveradio on twitter and you can join the discord chat channel by going to discord.io slash laveradio you can join our TeamSpeak server where so commanders come to hang out and chat at teamspeak.laveradio.com and Lave Radio is recorded live on a Tuesday evening at uh, half past eight uh, and streamed out on laveradio.com slash live. So we'll say thanks to Will and Sally who uh, were here earlier. Uh, thanks to Commander Kurgle, Commander Shan, Commander Psycho Cal, uh, uh, Ben and Commander Souverain. And... Um, Thanks to everybody who joined Commander Kogel outside Lave Station. Uh, so until next time, fly safe. And if you can't do that, fly dangerous.
No worries, guys. Hold the fort for two seconds. I'll be right back. Galnet News Digest, 5th of March, 3305. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news, 18 months of nothing. Cult children hold Lucifer device. Lady Talitha's shame. Beluga photobomb sparks tourism concerns. 18 months of nothing. Riots have broken out in many major cities following a Pilots' Federation announcement that the galaxy will remain substantially unchanged for the next 18 months. Nothing will happen until then. There will be no quality of life improvements. There will be no new events or scenarios. There will be no new plot lines. There will be nothing to do. No stunning galaxy to explore. No Strange new life to seek out and interact with. No convoys to Hutton Orbital. There will be no running the gauntlet past notorious murderers. There will be no pirating. Mining will be strictly off the agenda. There will be no first great planetary expedition, which will upset Commander Alec Turner, who's in the middle of planning it. Distant Worlds 2 will be called off. The Pilots' Federation announcement, which was a masterpiece of setting expectations without giving away any actual information, was delivered by a mild-mannered, slightly scruffy youth in a kimono and clutching a plate of Ferrero Rocher. It claims that the next update, estimated to arrive in late 3306, will be a defining moment in history, including significant changes in permitted activities for Pilots' Federation members widely expected to be the authority to land spacecraft on atmospheric worlds and extraction platforms in the upper atmosphere of gas giants, and permission to leave the cockpit and go big game hunting to shoot dinosaurs, before winding down on a zero-g roller coaster. The Pilots' Federation stresses repeatedly that the long-term development work it's doing demonstrates its continuing and unwavering commitment to its members something which has been interpreted by many commentators to mean that it plans to put the galaxy on a maintenance footing as soon as possible. Because some commanders always think the worst. Cult's children hold Lucifer device. Religious extremists, the children of Tuthos, are believed to be in possession of the 300-megaton portable weapon known as the Lucifer device. The device was not stolen by its sponsors, Zloter Federal Holdings, as was initially believed. Councillor Willard Morgenstern of Zloter has been revealed also to be a cult member and to have revealed the existence of the weapon to cult leader Barnabas Cole while intoxicated by a mixture of religious libations. The lack of mercy that Cole and his cult zealots showed when taking the weapons from its developers, none of whom survived the encounter, is believed by some to indicate that the weapon may not be in the safest hands. The Federal Intelligence Agency is on the trail, but can it catch up with the cultists before 
there's a planet-shattering kaboom. Lady Talitha's Shame The 300 billion credits of the Ambrose Foundation's wealth was gambled away in a single evening by Lady Talitha Ambrose, possibly as a result of rigged games. Lady Talitha, who vanished at the same time as the Foundation's money, was a known gambling addict and member of the secretive Joker's Deck Gambling Circle. Although the identities of the other members of Joker's Deck are unknown, there's a rumour circulating that Jordan Rochester's younger brother Jonah is a member. Lady Talitha's mother, Baroness Oxana Ambrose, has revoked her daughter's title and disowned her, vowing never to speak to her ever again. The lost 300 billion credits is a massive loss, equivalent to at least three weeks of mining void opals. Beluga photobomb sparks tourism concerns. There are concerns this week that mass tourism may be spoiling one of the galaxy's greatest wildernesses. Sagittarius A-star, once one of the most remote, beautiful and spiritual destinations for explorers, with the supermassive black hole whose spectacular gravitational lensing has been famously likened to frog spawn, a talking cyclops, and the shape you get from sweaty butt cheeks on a wooden bench at the gym has been swarming with tourists since the Explorer's Anchorage restaurant and gift shop was towed into place. Reports say that it's now hard to get a clear photograph of the supermassive one without a fleet of charter belugas spoiling the shot. There are concession stalls there, selling sticks of rock with a black hole running down the middle, plastic keyrings, bobbleheads and cheap knock-off mugs from Red Bubble. Analysts say worse is to come. Just wait until the extension to the gift shop is built in the next few weeks. You won't be able to move for tourists and pink wafers. And that's this week's Galnet News. Galnet News. We read the news so you don't have to. Night, Zach. Good night, Zach. Good night, Zach. <laughs> <laughs>